Good morning, all. Um, I was reading this uh, passage of scripture, and God really spoke to my heart about it and impressed upon me to share it with the body. So I, as Wayne said, I, I went to the elders and asked them. And uh, so they graciously said we could do it. And um, I guess you could say the title of this is the um, Holy Spirit Reveals. And uh, and before we start, let's pray. God, we just thank you, Lord, for, for your blessings to us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that you gave to be our helper, to guide us, to minister to us, to speak to us. And I pray that today I will say the things that you want me to say, that things that would glorify you. Because this is not what I speak or what I say, it's you speaking through me. We just ask in Jesus' name, amen. I uh, enjoy what Randy Clark says. Um, a lot of people ask him, uh, to you know, doing, they ask him to impart a Holy Spirit to them or to the gifts, and he says, "I can't do anything." He says, "I'm just the donkey that Jesus rides." You know, so, so I'm just the donkey this morning. Um, I and I wanted to tell you that I usually. Uh, please everyone when I speak. Some want to start and most people want to quit. Yeah. In the second chapter of 1 Corinthians, Paul was saying, and when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God, for I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my message and my preaching were not in pervasive persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. And when, uh, when Paul was preaching to them, he could have you know, relied on his wisdom um, because Paul was a learned man. He studied under Gamaliel, the uh, the priest, uh, 
and was uh, very learned in the uh, the scriptures, but he came not to preach the wisdom that he had, but he came to preach in the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, when Jesus was on the earth, uh, in the Old Testament, the God spoke through the prophets. And when Jesus came upon the earth, and he was getting ready to go back to the Father, there was a problem. And the problem was that he wouldn't be with his disciples anymore, and the disciples were following him by sight. And so, what was going to happen? And some of the, uh, I'll read to you some of the things that God, that Jesus said in, the, in John's Gospel. Um, He said that, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. And the 16th verse, 14th chapter, he said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. And the 26th verse says that, <clears throat> but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. In the 16th chapter, in the 7th verse, it said, But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And the 13th verse is, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, and he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he bears, he will speak. I'm sorry, whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. And the Holy Spirit, then, is the thing that the person that Jesus gave us, that when he left, because he was coming to Israel, and he was, the disciples were following him by sight. But when he left, what was going to happen? So the Holy Spirit was given that not only to dwell in each of us, but the Gentiles would also be grafted into the tree and he would also be with them. And um, Paul went on to say, Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature. A wisdom, however, 
not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away, but we speak God's wisdom in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory. The wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood, for if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, this I've heard quoted many, many times, and you have too, but just that it's written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. But the next verse they don't quote. For to us God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. So the Spirit has revealed those things to us. What has, he, has the Spirit revealed? He has revealed the things which our spiritual eyes cannot see. He's revealed the things which our spiritual ears cannot hear. And he's revealed all the things which have not entered the heart of man. All that God has prepared for them who love him. But he has revealed them through the Holy Spirit. Because it is with the Holy Spirit that God gave us that these things have been revealed to us. And I'm really thankful for that. And, and when I was reading this and I said, wow, you know, there's nothing then that we lack or we need as Christians because the Holy Spirit reveals it to us. And the, um, in James, he said, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and he will be given to you. So even with the Holy Spirit, who reveals things, if we do not have it revealed to us, we can ask, and God will reveal to us. He will open it up to us. A lot of times you'd be reading your Bible and something said, you know, God, I don't understand this. And you can ask God, what, what did you mean? And God will reveal it to us because with the Holy Spirit being with us, He will reveal these things to us. I'm reminded that uh, when Paul was... Uh, taken up into the third heaven. And it says that these things that God revealed unto him, that he would, whether he was in the body or out of the body, he did not know. But these things he did know that God had revealed them, revealed things that were... Um, so inexpressible that words could not even say uh, what was expressed because God revealed them to him. And I know that the elders have been speaking on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and when the Holy Spirit gives us gifts, 
after we've been baptized in the Holy Spirit and he gives us gifts that we have even more. Uh, the Holy Spirit leads us, but with the gifts he reveals things even more to us. Uh, and a lot of things are revealed to us. Um, I, in, uh, in what we do and what we try to do as Christians. He says, um, <clears throat> uh, Paul was saying, I know a man in Christ and who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know or out of the body I do not know. God knows such a man was caught up to the third heaven. And I know how such a man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. God knows. Uh, was caught up into the paradise and heard inexpressible words which a man is not permitted to speak. And God sort of downloaded to Paul the things of the Spirit that the Spirit brought to his remembrance. And the uh, <clears throat> says, For who among men knows the thoughts of the man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. When Daryl is up sharing what God shows him, I do not know what Daryl's thoughts are because only the Spirit of God and Daryl knows what those things are. I do not know what his thoughts are. And Paul was saying, we don't know what the thoughts of the man are. I've been married to Shirley for 43 years and I do not know what her thoughts are. Um, sometimes I get in trouble for that. but. Um, the Holy Spirit, uh, Paul goes on to say that now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised or judged. But who is spiritually appraises all things, yet he himself appraises by, is, is appraised by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Because the, when God reveals through the Holy Spirit the things that are God's, you see, we have a way of knowing what God is thinking because Paul was saying that the Holy Spirit knows the Spirit, what God is thinking. And the Holy Spirit then reveals that to us so that we know what He is thinking. And we have such a blessing in with the Holy Spirit 
because we don't have to follow him by sight like the disciples followed Jesus by sight. We don't have to follow him by sight. He dwells within us and speaks directly to God. And God then speaks directly to us. Uh, several years ago when I lived in New York, we had a family in our church, Sarah Burns and, Cheryl and Gerald Burns, and uh, they were a, a blessed family. Uh, Gerald worked as a, a guard at the correctional house down in New York City, and Sarah was a school teacher, but she had to quit teaching school because of an illness she had. So they were uh, very, very uh, financial straits. I mean, they were had to watch every penny and everything. And I had gone to Aldi's one day, and I saw Sarah in Aldi's, and and I was in the store, and I was checking out, and I was checking out in one lane, and I've told you some of this. Two lanes over to my left was Sarah checking out. And God impressed upon me. He told me, pay for Sarah's groceries. I said, Lord, how can I pay for her groceries where I'm in this line and she's in that line? And just as I said that in my thoughts, the girl closed the register because she had to get changed from the office. And the office was over on my right. So she walked by my checkout lane, and I motioned to her, and I gave her some money. I said, I'm paying for her groceries. And she looked at me. I said, that's all right. She's my sister. And Sarah was an African-American. <laughs> but she was my sister. So she went ahead to the office and got the change and came back. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw her said, your grace has been paid for. Sarah said, what? And so when we got outside, Sarah gave me such a squeeze, I thought I was gonna, wasn't going to breathe for a while. But she told me, she said, I came to the store. I only had $20. I had to either get gas or buy groceries. And God told me to buy groceries. And I didn't know how I was going to get home. And had I not listened to God, I would have been cheated out of the blessing by helping her. It's not what I did. It's what God did through me. And when the Holy Spirit guides us, and, and I'm admonishing you as a church, listen to the Holy Spirit. Because He will bless you. And bless you over and over again. Um, Stanley Tam had written a book. It's called God Owns My Business. And years ago, before everything was digital, we had film. And film was developed. Stanley Tam was trying to develop a process to reclaim the silver that was washed out of the film and he was outside of Chicago he had gone bankrupt because his process didn't work and he didn't have enough money to continue and this is the late 40s 
So he had 25 cents. He went to White Castle and got a hamburger. They were a nickel. He took 20 cents and went to a gas station and got gas. I think he got about a gallon. And he started driving. He was praying. He said, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll just start driving toward home. He lived in the Northeast. So he started driving, and he saw a sailor hitchhiking. And God said, pick up the sailor. And he said, I usually don't pick up hitchhikers, so I stopped and picked up the guy. And uh, he said, how far are you going? He said, I don't know. And he said, what do you mean you don't know? And he told him the story. I only had you know, enough for a gallon of gas. And the sailor said, well, I I'm just got off leave. And he said, I got paid. He said, I didn't have a way home. You drive us home, and I'll pay for the gas and the meals and everything. So by him picking up the hitchhiker, he had everything paid for to get home. And he said, God has hitchhikers along the highway of life that we stop and pick them up, but they in turn pick us up. And we follow God's leading. And I, I can't emphasize this enough, that the Holy Spirit is within us. And we have direct communication. When you pray in the Spirit, as Stephen has said, you have direct communication to God. You see, the devil can't listen to your communication because he doesn't know what you're saying. But God knows the Holy Spirit prays through you. And he talks directly to God. We have a direct line to God in, in whatever we need to pray to him about. I am really, really, truly thankful for that. And this may be uh, a little short but when the sermon, but I just wanted to bring that to your remembrance and bring this to you that I has not seen ear is not heard, but it has been revealed to us. All of these mysteries of God through the Old Testament, through the New Testament, they have been revealed to us through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is one of the greatest gifts, I think, that God has given us besides Christ. He gave Christ to die for our sins, and then he gave the Holy Spirit to us for us to live a life that is pleasing to him, that we can go out and do his will. And we know his will because we can talk to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will tell us what God's will is. So I want to leave that with you. And if you want to uh, talk to Steve or one of the elders about baptism by the Holy Spirit or seeking one of the gifts, they will be available. And um, because I know a lot of times I'll hear a sermon and I'll think and think and think about that for about a week and then I think, well, I should do that. It's not too late. So if you, you know, if God has been speaking to you about that and it's on your heart, then, you know, Go ahead and uh, 
avail yourself of one of the elders. And thank you very much.